3: and Getty.
1: Live from Studio C. Si, Seeing your Brand new week. Hey, now. Yes. Dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And to kick off this week, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Two general
3: managers today. The official, unofficial general manager Vaccine Diplomacy. Our honorary honorary general manager, brief story, August day, 1983, I laid eyes upon a young woman and I said, dang, that's a cute girl, and I resolved to meet that girl, and I did, and we uh, we got together, we got married three years later, and today is our 35th wedding anniversary, happy
1: anniversary, Judy. So that means it's flag day. It is Flag Day. Right. I always remember your anniversary is on Flag Day. Her father reminded us of that virtually every time I saw him.
3: He was a patriotic man. Did you pick Flag Day on purpose? We did not. Uh, we actually, it was partly, that was my uh, grandparents' anniversary. We got married on their 51st oh. anniversary. Oh, cool. Which was kind of charming and sweet sure. that they were at the wedding and everything. Yeah, so, yeah. June wedding. A classic. Yes, yeah, it, uh, it sprinkled a bit, but just a bit. It was um, ironic, rain on my wedding day.
1: Oh, wow. It's not, not ironic. That is <laughs> something. Um, uh, It's just, just climate. So when's, when is when is <laughs> when is the president meeting with uh, Putin? That would be Wednesday. I Wednesday. Is it Wednesday or Thursday? I think uh, Wednesday. I believe it is Wednesday. Yeah. That is going to be quite the event, I think. I was reading in the Washington Post uh a number of different angles including how much the president of Ukraine is uh is interested in what comes out of that meeting. Oh god, I bet uh, he is. Are you going to say anything about like if they take more of our country you won't let them? Are you going to say something? Could you please say something about that? The president of Ukraine, now, if you remember his, what's his name? Volensky? Low Lowensky, whatever. We all know we 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 all know his name. I clearly don't. Uh that's the guy that um <laughs> That's the guy Donald Trump was on the phone with, right? And uh, led to the first impeachment. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, he he wanted to meet with Biden before Biden met with Putin. He said, I'll meet anywhere on the planet. Just name the spot. I'll be there. Yeah. Just want to have a meeting with you. And the White House wouldn't give him a meeting, but did have a phone call. And apparently in the phone call, the reports are that Joe Biden said uh, the United States will back you. Against any further Russian aggression. If will he say that out loud to Putin, I don't know. Well, well and he, he urged him to investigate Hunter, which was surprising <laughs> and ironic. <laughs> um
3: and said, know, I got one more thing though. Is it Ludashenko, or is that a different guy? There're too many guys. That's,
1: anyway, that's the evil dictator of Belarus, isn't you're it? You're right. Yeah. Live, man, too many too many uh, too many guys. Anyway, too, too uh, many too many guys with hard to pronounce
3: names. Yeah. yeah. So but uh, <laughs> I tell you why he's on his knees begging is because the only power and influence he had over the only leverage he had over Russia was that they had to send their natural gas through Ukraine. Well, the completion of that under Nord Sea pipeline or whatever the heck it's called, there are too many pipelines too. Too uh, many pipelines. <laughs> the, the completion of that pipeline has utterly yanked all of Ukraine's influence over Russia. So now they are just waiting for the the, the Russian bears' tanks to roll into their territory.
1: Yeah, the it's a a lot, tough
3: position to be in.
1: Yeah, there, there's a, there's a number of places that are going to be hanging on uh, every word that Biden says during this uh, this whole thing. Well, old Abe Lincoln said uh,
3: Biden's going to test Putin's resolve. I think he's going to find it just fine. I think he'll find his resolve is pretty resolvy.
1: Putin said on TV, I think, yesterday, uh, as far as being pushed to hand over the cyber criminals, because all the belief is that he could tell them to stop if he wanted to, that they're only operating with his um, allowing it. That's the belief, hmm. um, which makes sense to me. I doubt that a, a major ring of cyber criminals could do what they want to do in Russia unless he wants to let them do it. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, he said, I'll hand over our cyber criminals if you hand over yours, was his uh,
3: response yesterday. So, Essentially, although one wrinkle is that he was hinting, uh, you will hand over people we say are criminal, maybe dissident, maybe journalist.
1: But I only bring that up. That's the sort of thing that, you know, Biden's going to run into with him. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll only get the reports coming out of it, right? It's behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And then Biden's going to do a solo press conference, not standing next to Putin like, uh, Trump did, which I think is a good idea. You don't, there's no reason to have, give Putin a stage there next to you, making him seem like a peer and allowed him to jerk the world around. Right. Well, Trump, like his predecessors, several of them thought, you know, come on, we
3: can reset with Russia. We can find common ground. We can soften up Putin. But like all the others, he was
1: he was wrong. But man, I would sure love to see. I mean, is uh, 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 is is Biden going to walk out with a scowl on his face like Obama did the last time they met? I think you almost have to. Right. You can't go out with the smile and handshake. Good to see you, can you? No, no, because
3: unless you're, you know, really naive, you're going to re- realize Putin's going to do exactly what he wants to do and stab you in the back as quickly as possible. So, yeah, walk out looking angry and full of resolve.
1: I hope he doesn't have an old man moment. <sighs> He's an old man. He has him all day long. You can't fault a
0: guy. I mean, it's just, I mean, right? I, I, anyway.
1: Anyway. Anyway, so that'll be fun to follow all week long and a bunch of other stuff. If you want to ride with Jeff Bezos on the rocket, starting price is $28 million. So if that's, uh, you know, the kind of currency you throw around, if you got a bunch of Ethereum's or Bitcoins or
3: <laughs> you know, Dogecoin's. I was going to get a new putter, but maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll fly in the spaceship instead. 28 mil, you say. Let me check the couch cushions.
1: Hey, Bezos, how about I, I'll fly with you if you can hook me up with the Prime, the Amazon Prime. <laughs> you throw that in and... Uh, for I'm 28 in. mil? <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> uh, it's teamwork that makes the dream work. That's why we introduce everybody in the squad before we kick off the first show of the week. There's our technical director, Angelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers, playing funny sound drops. How are you this morning, Michael?
4: I'm doing good. I'm thinking about Putin and uh, Biden, and when they show up to meet each other. It would be cool if Bi- uh, Putin showed up on a horse, you know, with, wearing no shirt, and Biden's there with a chain and rusty blades. And yes. <sighs> they're ready to
1: go. Full on. Couple old men, Putin's not a young man either. But he's in his sixties, right? I got porn corn popped to back town. I can't get you to back out. My chain, my apology chain. My apologies. I'll wrap this chain around your Russian neck. There's positive Sean who smiled lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
4: Doing quite well. Uh, went to a wedding this past weekend. Hmm. Um, not enough time to uh, regale you with the full uh, story of the very strange detour that started at the, the the morning of as I was beginning to leave town for it. As I uh, inadvertently, I was checking the vitals of my car. I do that f- pretty frequently before I do any sort of like more than 100-mile-hour drive. You know, just quick quick check on the, uh, make sure the, the tire pressure's right, make sure the oil's there. You know, top off the, the, the radiator a little bit. Well, when I was screwing the top of the radiator back on, whoopsie-daisy, slipped out of my hand, drops like underneath the engine block okay. of my car, can't reach it. The way that I get out of this scenario, uh, I would not have guessed. Um but I I can uh, tell the full story later oh, Okay,
1: but it it <laughs> like it didn't fall to the ground it was under it was in it, your car It was
4: in my car it, it like cuz my car has like the little under scrape carriage mm. protector thing on it so it it dropped down past underneath the engine block couldn't grab it underneath it um but yeah it, the, the story is too long to go into full detail but it was it was interesting
1: The life hack of how Sean got that later in the show there's something for you to uh, to hang on the edge of your seat with Um uh <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it get to be already? The uh, Monday. My phone's slow. Monday, June 14th, 14th right? <laughs> which is Flag Day, the year 2021. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve this program. Let's begin then
3: officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark.
0: I see people on the street walking outside with a mask on like you f- moron.
1: Happy to hear Bill Mark call people wearing masks outside effing morons. I have no problem with that. There is no scientific basis for it. None.
3: Zero. Stop it. Unless you have allergies or something, or you're
1: just ugly. I had a uh, like twenty something woman walk and her dog dive out of the path yesterday when uh, she saw me and my kids coming maskless down the. You've down got the... to engage people like that. You got to ask them what they're doing. I, I'm going with this. The, the information they're getting. If you believed the information they were getting, you would dive out of the way too because they believe it's what what are some of the statistics we've heard 80 times more deadly than it actually is. Yeah. They're getting their information. Yeah. They're getting the wrong information about this. It's
3: just astounding to me having lived two counties apart from you for like 20 years how different it is. Just the culture. Yeah. It is. I mean it's it's not like I live in Ukraine and you live in China. I mean it's like
1: I know. I wonder I to. I'd like to say to all the people at the park, I wish I could, I, like, get a, get a bullhorn. This would be kind of a funny YouTube video. Get a bullhorn at my park where, at various points, the vast majority of people are masked. Kids and adults. Adults sitting alone on park benches with masks on. Kids have masks in the bullhorn. Do you realize that just 10 miles from here, no one is wearing a mask and hasn't been for months? Not a single person! And there is no dead people either. There's I'll
3: nothing. give you $100, 100 <laughs> United States dollars. Doesn't
5: that just seem
1: interesting to you that 10 miles away, same COVID, nobody's been wearing masks for months? Isn't that interesting?
3: Guess how many people have transmitted the COVID outdoors, according to the World Health Organization. If your
1: answer is zero, you're <laughs> correct. Yeah, zero, zero cases that they can prove in a year and four months. It is pretty amazing. How's mailbag look? Catch oh, me outside.
3: Terif- terif-
5: How about that? Yes. See, I
1: can't, though, is the thing. So the, K- the COVID's saying,
3: catch me outside. I can't. Yeah, mailbag's terrific. Oh, please. You miss it, you're going to regret it the rest of your days.
1: This so is what we do on a Monday. We kind of catch up on the news, assuming you didn't pay attention to it, because you shouldn't on a you know nice summer weekend. We'll catch up on what's going on around the world. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC.
5: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The most important conventions of the year is happening this week. It's the Southern Baptist Convention. That is the largest uh, group of Christians in America. And they are getting together to discuss a whole bunch of important things. And uh, currently, uh, the crowd that has the, uh, the, the momentum, it would seem, would be the crowd that wants to hush up sexual abuse, wants to hush up any uh, white supremacists in their midst, etc., Yeah, they have some real problems,
3: some real issues. David French has been writing, um, you know, persuasively and and powerfully about that in the last uh, couple of weeks. And it's just, it reminds me of virtually every giant institution slash bureaucracy. It gets more and more about protecting itself as opposed to pursuing, I don't know, the teachings
1: of Jesus Christ on earth. It would seem the Baptist Church has got to. is as big a problem as the Catholic Church had with a sexual abuse, and handled it the same way. Mm-hmm. You get, For the same reason. You get caught raping slash molesting kids over there, We'll move you to a different church and let you do it there. And then often blame the victim.
3: Oh. Quit just, being so sexy. Just brutal.
1: Just yeah. brutal.
3: Yeah. Yeah. On a lighter note, here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Going back to the well that brought us the oldest piece of literature known to man, the theme of which was... An out-of-control king being checked and balanced by another force, and that giving the people a happy, uh, an opportunity for a happy life. Freedom-loving quote of the day from ancient Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu. One of his most famous lines was, "And I quote: The more laws and restrictions there are, the poorer people become. The more rules and regulations, the more thieves and robbers." Hmm. When you create a giant government. Who do you think controls it?
1: Us, the little people. Oh, boy. I came across a handful of articles over the weekend making the uh, trying to make the argument that there's just no reason to have billionaires. Billionaires are a policy failure. The fact that billionaires exist or nobody should make more than a million dollars a year. It's just obscene. And I've got some of the quotes from these articles, like in, in major publications. That are mm. really wild, yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't think that sort of thing existed at, at, at that high a level years ago.
3: I don't think, no. I don't
1: think casual uh, you know mentions of socialism were that were that uh, comfortably made in the Washington Post and New York Times back in the day. I could be wrong.
3: The com. The, I'm, I'm sorry. The subject is obviously rather complicated, but at its root, it's not. It's very simple. You have to allow people to succeed and excel and innovate and have enormous successes. Otherwise, you are going to crush the engine of creativity and innovation and wealth for all. I mean, it's just so freaking obvious if you can see it. But it's it's beca- become kind of in vogue to say that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I'll hit you with a couple of quotes you'll be surprised by.
3: All right, mailbag. Hey rick writes good morning guys after listening to your show last week i thought i'd drop a note our schools in wyoming just finished a full year in the classroom did you hear that the districts implemented a plan that allowed kids to attend in person since last august and if they were sick or quarantined they went online for a short time then back to the classrooms when they were cleared classrooms spread out their desks initially masks were required and the kids would eat lunch in the classrooms Sporting events continued as normal, as did band, plays, etc. The main point is they made it work because it was the right thing to do for our kids, and the kids were happier for it. Here's where I interject, why do you think people are fleeing blue states by the thousands? But then Rick says, having said that, don't move from California. Stay and fix your own state, not wreck the other ones. Vote people out, get involved with your communities. Remember the old saying, politicians are like dirty diapers. They should be changed often for the same reason. Whoa, that's gross. Or you could say to yourself, let's see, I'm outvoted 60 to 40 here. Changing that trend would take 25 years, at which point I would be mm, carry the three in my 80s. Uh, never mind. I'm leaving. But I certainly appreciate your opinion, Rick. Let's see. I worked for the state of Washington. The wildfire program, writes Al Anonymous, are still required to m- wear masks outside. Even though the majority of businesses in Washington have made masks optional or encouraged for vaccinated people, we still remain under the same guidelines as we were using last year during the peak of the pandemic. As a supervisor, it is extremely hard to enforce the mask guidelines for my employees. Everybody in my work group has been vaccinated, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The stupidity, the, the, the childlike, and I'd like to apologize to children for saying that, the brute Animal-like, grunting, knee-jerk. Trump said no mask. I say mask. I say mask. Always mask. I mean, you got the reasoning power of a hog, and not like a like a head of the class hog, reasoning, kind of an average hog.
1: Reasoning power of a hog. Jeez, hey, I'll people be, are stupid. Oh, my darn. Speaking of animals, stupid. Who, stupid, who, stupid. Who won the Westminster Dog Show, among other things
2: on the way? That's a dog. How do you know that's even a dog? Armstrong and Getty.
0: Strong and Getty show. And tonight's Best in Show to the Pekingese. Whoa!
5: David Fitzpatrick! Wasabi
0: Wasabi (laughs) takes it! Wasabi is
4: the Best in Show winner.
1: So, there's only one, and that's the one. The Pekingese
4: Wasabi. Yes. Ha <laughs> There's
1: only one, and that's the one. Though.
4: I have this drop because I sound like this. I. So I just
1: saw the winning dog. How do you know there's a dog in there? It's a big bug. It's a big bunch of hair. It could just be hair thing looks like it belongs at the end of a mop handle. It's hard to tell if there's a dog in there or not. It could be the ugliest dog you've ever seen in your life. You don't know. You'd have to shave it to find out. Shave that thing down, and then let's take a look at
2: it. <laughs>
3: let's see what we really got.
1: Yeah, now look at it. What, scrum- are you, what are you hiding, Wasabi? <laughs> <laughs> I want a normal dog to win if we're going to have a dog contest. Here's another thing that's interesting. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Hang on to... a second.
3: Are, are we moving on from the dog? Uh, I got more on the dog. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no. Wasabi was carried into the best-in-show round by it's handler. Filling out the final round, judged by Patricia Trotter was Matthew the French Bulldog of the non-sporting group, Bourbon the Whippet of the hound group, Connor, the old English sheepdog of the herding group. Jade, the German short-haired pointer of the sporting group. Stryker, the Samoyed of the working group. And boy, the West Highland white terrier of the terrier group. What is all these groups? Everybody knows there's two groups. There's big dogs and there's little dogs. And then there's funny-looking dogs. That's the third group. All right. <laughs> there's three groups. At you least... want to, you want to include extra fuzzy dogs? All right. There's a fourth
1: group. At least all those dogs look like a dog. The winning dog was just a big, ha- a big, a, ha- a pillow. It could be a pillow. Might not like be a a, dog in there.
3: Like a tribble from Star Trek. Very cool. They troubling. might be stuffed. Nobody can tell.
1: Speaking of troubling, I don't know if you've seen the picture of the meteor going into the volcano. Have you seen this picture?
4: It's stunning. A meteor recently Is that how the earth gets fertilized? Which Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is this the start of? So, well, so that's that's how a baby earth is made.
1: Somebody <laughs> tweeted out the pictures, yes. and the pictures are amazing. A meteor recently fell into the most active volcano in Indonesia. And then somebody tweeted, this is how it begins. <laughs>
4: Which is true. This is how it begins.
1: It really sounds
3: like something you learn a br- about in sixth grade oh, health yeah, class. Oh, yeah.
1: nuclear-powered Godzilla is going to come out of the top of that thing by the end of the week.
3: <laughs> when one planet loves another planet very much. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's either a new planet will be born, or some sort of horrifying, gigantic uh, lizard.
1: These now, are our two choices. Now transitioning from silly into super-duper important and very serious, uh, do you remember on Friday when we were, uh, we were ranting and raving about, why did the CDC twist their own numbers to try to make it look like more kids were getting COVID while suppressing their own numbers about the mental health of children? Well, apparently they got enough pressure that on Friday afternoon, they released an individual report about the mental health of young people because wow. they were getting beat up by some, including us, for uh, ignoring those striking numbers. I mean, they, the numbers that they were making a big deal of are are, are, are poorly reported by them. There are, there are not more kids getting COVID. That's just not true. They they went out of their way to try to make it look like it was true, but it's not true statistically. Right. The mental health stuff is true, and it's really disturbing. But here's their own numbers, and uh, maybe you have an idea why this is. So suicide attempts, visits to the hospital because of suicide attempts. I don't know how serious a suicide attempt has got to be before you end up at the hospital, but. It was up 50% year to year for girls, ages 12 to
3: 17.
1: 50%. For- that is the sort of thing you call society off for three days and <laughs> no you kidding. talk about it. No kidding. Yeah. Hey, and we've got one topic for the next couple of days. This. Why the hell is this happening? For boys, it was only up 3%, which could be within, you know, you know, some sort of margin of error, practically, you know, going up and down over the years. So you it's know, almost to, entirely driven by teenage girls. To grossly oversimplify,
3: uh, suicide attempts among teenage girls are much more likely to be a cry of pain and unhappiness. With boys, it's, I want to be dead. And and it often succeeds. Mm. Uh, it's just the, the the statistics on successful attempts, and I hate to use the term successful, tragically, horrifically, heartbreakingly successful attempts are are very, very different from boys and girls. At any rate, it is unquestionably an expression of anguish. And, you know, the, the reaction of the CDC and the governments to the COVID thing, it reminds me in a way of somebody who's just completely addicted to meth or whatever. They become obsessed with it and all they care about is getting their drug and they let their family relationships go, they let their work go, they let their health go and the rest of it. it it's a weird addictive relationship that a lot of the, the the governing, you know, bodies and people have
1: with COVID. It's just so strange to see. I never thought I'd see anything like this. Condoleezza Rice weighed in over the weekend on the Putin-Biden summit and said something I thought was interesting and I'm going to take to heart. This is not the way the news media will handle it, but it's probably the way we should handle it. She said, ignore all the theater reviews around the moment. Look several months down the line to see how Russia reacts. That's how you judge the effectiveness of uh, of the meeting. Not, Poor by, Condi. Not, not by any of the you know talking points coming out from whatever side. Poor Condi Rice has no understanding whatsoever of
3: how to get clicks. She couldn't get a click if you put a mouse in here. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's great analysis. Yeah. Of course it is. Sure. Forget the theater. But we and Ugh. everyone else will report on the theater later this week. Yes, stay tuned, won't you? The G7 is involved in a lot of interesting discussions. Some of them substantive, some of them purely theater. One of the main themes is America is back at the table. President Biden proclaimed in an address.
2: Yeah,
1: let me let me hit you with this first because I heard the stupidest, most misconstrued poll yesterday on uh, ABC this week with Martha Radditch, who, by the way. Was pretty much in old uh, Anthony Blinken's shorts yesterday. She wasn't letting him get in away with any filibustering or uh, fudging on any answers, so she was pretty harsh on him. Interesting. I usually, found her spine. I usually cannot stand her, but anyway, they reported this, and I've heard it at a couple of different places, and it's reported this way: a plurality of Americans feel like Joe Biden will represent the United States on the foreign stage much better than Donald Trump. And uh, so then they all the talking they get around the table and they talk about how clearly much Biden is much better at this and Trump was ruining the world and ruining America and our reputation everything like that. If you looked at the poll a slightly different way, you could look at it that the two groups of uh, doing a worse job than Trump or about the same added together is fifty six percent. So you could say (laughs) a, a, a vast majority, an easy majority of the country says Trump did, Biden's doing about the same job or worse than Trump did. I right. mean, that's an easy way to look at that same
3: poll. Oh, my gosh, that may be the perfect example of a spittable statistic. Because yeah, yes. both
1: assertions are true. The plurality, the biggest one number was 44%. But if you added it's about the same or worse than when Trump did it, you got a bigger number. So big freaking deal. whoop de doo And so they like Biden better. Yeah, they like him better because he's not going to show up and say, hey, NATO, you got to pay the dues that are mandated for being a group of nato no biden's not going to say that he's going to let him continue to skate while we pick up the tab
3: among right. other things right i'm not a trump worshiper but he did a heck of a lot of stuff right including telling nato you got to get serious about your responsibilities and i'm looking at the various pronouncements from the g7 and and whether it's the whole america's back at the table we're back in the business of leading the world yeah okay let's get down to particulars the whole uh, billions of vaccine doses for the third world a lot of Europe has made very positive noises. Oh, that's a great idea, super idea, helped out the poor people. Uncle Sam is buying uh, the huge majority of those vaccines. We have promises from the Euros, but they're not vaccinated. They're way, way, way behind the U.S., so they got to take care of their own peeps first, and they will. And then you get the uh, the incredibly important topic of countering China. Biden's there saying, look, look, we got to be tough on China. we got to crack down. we got to enforce trade rules. We've got to end any buying of any goods produced by slaves, okay? You'd think that would be a pretty non-controversial idea in the free world. Well, he got a lot of, well, I see your point. Just kind of foot-shuffling and shoe-gazing and the rest of it from the Euros. As Germany says, well, we sell a lot of cars to China, and if we piss them off, well, you know. Our economy's a little shaky. We agree with you in principle. And Italy is saying, yeah, 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 you know that old uh, Belt and Road thing that uh, China's doing where they get countries uh, in their debt and then they control them? Yeah, well, we kind of went for that deal. So uh, you g- good luck with countering China. And as usual, the freaking Euros are just waffling and, and uttering weak and, and insignificant statements of support. Same old.
1: I'm looking at a quote from, uh, there's more of the Putin interview coming out on NBC today. Are you waging a cyber war against America? Uh, they ask Russian President Vladimir Putin. He said, where is the evidence? Where is the proof? Putin responds. So. <laughs> That's
3: not what you say when you're not doing it. He's, he's hilarious in his way. I mean, he's just so obvious. He's like a a, a movie villain. Yeah. Listen, we need people to pick up on the fact that he's the villain immediately. So have him say and do nothing but villainous stuff in the first <laughs> scenes. So one more example of the, uh, the G7 thing. Uh, the group led by Biden put forth a Build Back Better World Partnership, or B3W, because it's got to have a clever name, to provide the developing world with a democratic alternative to China's Belt and Road Initiative. This is a good idea. In theory, the plan would allow G7 funding
1: to provide infrastructure assistance to poor countries worldwide. What's it called? The B what? The B3W. Hmm. I wonder what Benefer thinks of the B3W. Sounds like is the
3: model of a BMW they sell in China that they don't want to give up. But anyway, uh, so the G7 says, yeah, yeah, good idea, great idea, yeah, help out the third world, yeah, build them roads, build them bridges, love that idea. In practice, securing those funds could be easier said than done, said Aaron David Miller, senior fellow at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. Quote, I don't see the Europeans putting up the money for this.
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) We are
3: in support, how you say, of spending your money. Lovely.
1: More U.S. workers are quitting their jobs than at any time in the last two decades, signaling optimism among many professionals while also adding to the struggle companies face trying to keep up with the economic recovery. That's kind of interesting. More people quitting their jobs than have in over 20 years. Yep, yep.
3: It's a reflection of confidence that you can get a better one. huh? And it's, it's one of those stats that is very rubber meets the roadie. You know, asking people, are you confident that your life will be better, blah, blah. You get all sorts of answers. If you quit your job, that's saying, yeah, I'm optimistic. In fact, I'm real optimistic, which is a good sign, I suppose. Although, the incredible shortage of labor, and I have some information on that coming up in a little bit, is just, it's, it's again, something I've
1: never seen. Sure, still seeing signs absolutely every business you go to on uh, Help Wanted. Yeah, and and some of the smug comments from the left.
3: Yeah, you know how you get uh, more workers is you have a $20 minimum wage. Yeah, um, I'm out of business. Signed millions of small business
1: people. We've got the Apple versus China thing that's worth getting into. People who want to limit Americans' wealth, which is worth talking about. Um, Bill Maher. On how progressives need to admit that, hey, you've won a whole bunch of stuff. A whole bunch of stuff has gone your way. Let's stop pretending like it hasn't, which I really love to hear. Um, and then I promise in hour or two, this is the headline.
3: Food injustice has deep roots. Let's start with America's apple pie. That's right. The apple pie is racist.
1: Food injustice. Us.
3: yes. The apple pie symbol of racial inequity.
1: I've not heard the term food injustice. Uh,
2: Yeah, I would eat
1: an apple pie, an entire one, if it were put in front of me right now.
3: Well, says the white supremacist. Hmm.
1: Wow, that's
5: Mm. that's some rough stuff there. Mm.
1: uh, (laughs) I want. I'm telling you, they got to shave that Pekingese. How do I know its haunches are uh, you know squared off the way they're supposed to be? How can you even see its gate? Exactly. What gate? What about its gate? It's a big fur ball. Its nose could be twice as long as it's supposed to be. And don't you have
3: to reach under it and kind of cradle its nards to make sure it's, you know, uh, tip-top? How do you even find them? (laughs) Take you 15 minutes. They're in here somewhere.
5: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: We date said, human events, A.D. and B.C., but we need a third marker for millennials and Gen Z. B.Y., before you.
1: <laughs> I really like Was oh, there more to that? Yeah. That he... sounded
3: like a good shot
1: building up. Yeah, he goes on to the whole idea that things that happened before you... You can't you can't automatically judge is wrong. All right. Come on. That's crazy. Uh, Right. It's the uh, the absolute uh, opposite of conservatism,
3: which gives credit to generations of human beings who thought long and hard with hard about these things and experimented for centuries and came up with what worked best. Oh, no, 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 no.
1: I'm 20. I know better than that. Just had a sip of my coffee, man. That's good. Have you ever had that the black liquid where they pour the hot water across the coffee beans? I've heard of it. Oh, it's good. I think you'd really enjoy it. Uh, big bit explosion at a gas station in Russia. I don't know if it's you know there were big explosions in Iran a couple of weeks ago, and everybody assumed that that was some sort of.
4: As spokesperson for the uh, United States of America Cybersecurity Task Force, I can neither confirm nor deny that we had anything to do with that gas explosion in russia yeah either that or two dissident journalists were gassing
1: up it could just have been an explosion but uh i don't know could have something to do with the pipeline or something who knows more will come out because it just happened uh the president and his wife dr biden had uh tea with the queen hello hello queen elizabeth has met with 15 u.s presidents more than any living person that's (laughs) hard to even imagine
3: Wow, so you just sit there in some sort of gigantic, gilded waiting room full of the arts of the antiquities until you hear, NEXT!
4: <laughs> How, sure How sure are we she's the same one? <laughs> Not that sure. She has met
1: with 15 U.S. presidents. There have only been 46. Is that wow. right? Wow. She's met with a third of them, practically. Not a joke. It's amazing uh brit hume just uh, tweeted out because biden is at the g7 talking about how u.s russia can work together to help people of libya he meant to say syria he confused syria with libya three times in the same remarks mm. that won't help if he gets like if he, you know if he's with putin and he says the wrong country like three times in one particular conversation which could happen. I hope. It yeah, doesn't.
3: Libya is the one uh, you ruined when you were vice president. Syria is the one uh, Russia ruined. Right.
1: I uh, hope you had a good weekend. And ISIS. Hope you had a good weekend. Um, summer weekend. You know, we're almost to the point where the days start getting shorter already. Oh, I 21st know. Twenty first is the longest day of the year, and we're only a week away. Wow. Wow. I hate that. Um, I started reading yesterday and you'll be hearing more nonsensical commentary about this as I kind of learn more I started reading more ab- from this new book that's out called Helgoland about quantum mechanics and it's oh boy it's supposed to be written for a human being like me for it's it's for people that don't that come in with little knowledge but quantum mechanics quantum theory is the most important scientific Discovery of all time. Did you buy the book with Bitcoin, and would you like to explain how that
3: works?
4: No. All right. Um, but uh, now, so is that claim made by the person who wrote this book that they're selling you? <laughs> yeah, well, it is, yes. <laughs> well, uh-huh. 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 But I've heard that many times before. Quantum, quantum mechanics are the most important scientific
1: discovery of all time by human beings. Yet, practically nobody that you run into on the street could even... Starts to explain to you what's going on.
3: Uh, Yes, correct.
1: Isn't that, isn't that, <laughs> don't you find that fascinating on its face? It's the biggest scientific discovery ever in the history of human beings. Bigger than, you know, being able to fly or polio vaccine or, you know, the, the vaccines in general. Um, Just anything you can think of. Electricity, the light bulb, anything. Biggest of all time. You never run into a human being that it brings it up or could even kind of explain it to you.
3: So uh, can you?
1: Not yet. I just started the book. Oh, okay. Because I I,
3: I I imagine it's something very uh, science-y. <laughs> what have you learned
1: so far? It goes back about 100 years. The guy that first really got into it did it in 1925, basing it off of uh, Einstein's work from 1905. But So it's been around for a long time. If you, I feel like if you believe in God as I do, it, uh, it really works on your side of the street, because there's a whole bunch of mysterious stuff going on. That, I, um,
3: I don't know what any of it means. <laughs> I'm completely <laughs> well, at sea. As I
1: said, you'll learn, or perhaps not, more over coming days as I get further into the book and try to describe it. Are there it. pictures? Uh, no, there oh. are no pictures. Just a lot of long, complicated words.
5: Armstrong and Getty.
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. VGW room void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.